Have you ever looked in the mirror and thought you'd be further along financially by now? If so, you're not alone. Many people find themselves wanting to ditch their nine to five, wishing they had more time with their family. What most people want is to simply live the life that they choose and with plenty of money to do so. The good news is you can live an abundant life through apartment investing. Mark and Tamil Kenny with Think Multifamily help you take back the time and freedom so that you can live free from the stresses that burden so many. Through multifamily investing, they teach you how to set your family up for a lifetime of true success and fulfillment. They have helped hundreds of people just like you. Patrick, for example, who since working with Think Multifamily has purchased over 900 units with another 850 under contract. And at 27 years old, was able to quit his demanding job in corporate America. Regardless of your age or profession, Think Multifamily can help you create the life of your dreams. As hosts of the new Think Multifamily podcast, Mark and Tamil will walk you through the journey step-by-step to make sure you are completely set up for success. Through this interview-style podcast, you will gain a proven strategic apartment investing system and hear stories from successful investors, all to help you be light years ahead of those who try to do it alone. Subscribe to the Think Multifamily podcast today at thinkmultifamily.com forward slash podcast. It's time for the Creative Real Estate Podcast, your source for out-of-the-box real estate investing strategies brought to you by realbluespruce.com. Welcome back to the Creative Real Estate Podcast. I'm your host, Adam A. Adams. And right now we are in the third part of the eight ways that you can get into multifamily. Now we're talking about the eight ways that you could be actually owning your own deal right away. I mean, like right away. Not talking about months and years and stepping stones and I need to flip X amount of, fix and flips, I need to flip X amount of homes in order to grow some capital. I need a wholesale for a little while in order to get some capital so that I can do my first fix and flip so that I can buy my first single family rental so that I can finally buy a duplex so that I can finally do a fourplex. I'm talking about skipping all that shiz and going right into large multifamily. And how can you do that if you don't have time? How could you do that if you don't have knowledge? How could you do that if you don't have money, right? So today I'm going to be talking about you being um, a money raiser, somebody who focuses on uh, being a liaison with the investors, with the passive investors, and you would want to find a way to position yourself to meet somebody here who uh, needs to partner with somebody like you, and you would find somebody over here that, uh, that needs to place their money, their liquidity into deals so that they can make really good returns compared to the stock market. And you're wondering how to do that. And today we're talking about raising money. So let me get right into that. First off, just so you know, the Raising Money Summit is coming up October 3rd, 4th, and 5th. You need to go to the Raising Money Summit. Seriously, it's uh, the best conference if you want to really learn how to raise money. But let me give you the, the background to something like this so that you can even understand, would this even make sense for someone like me? Because it might not. And so here is uh, the breakdown. Who in the world would be good at raising money? Well, somebody who already has um, access to a lot of high net worth individuals. 
if you have been a salesperson in a highly paid sales job, uh, medical device sales, um, working with dentists, uh, working with doctors, selling prescriptions, you know, so many different things out there where you might be a highly paid salesperson. Or if you are the type of person who has been running a podcast about something and you have a big influence maybe on, on your podcast or, or, you, or, excuse me, or even your Instagram page and you know that a lot of people know you, they like you and they trust you. Well, you would be a perfect, perfect, perfect candidate for being a, a money raiser, for being a liaison between the deal operator itself who's really not that good at raising money. They're not. Unfortunately, usually people that, that are really good at finding deals and really good at operating deals, they suck at raising money. So that gives you the perfect opportunity to, to position yourself and insert you um, into partnering with that team that is really got their head buried into just getting the work done. A really perfect uh, person that might be good at being a money raiser if you don't already know all the, all the accredited high net worth individuals and if you don't already uh, work into a place where, where a lot of other people know you, like you, and trust you and you're already an influencer, well, maybe it's somebody who can be eloquent enough at presenting an opportunity who might be able to share the opportunity in a way that it just allows them to understand a little bit more about how it works. I'll give you an example. I was setting up my new office yesterday. And as I was setting up my new office, um, the maintenance man came up to me and I have him fixing my door. And my, my front door doesn't shut all the way. It, uh, it doesn't latch perfectly. It's very, very, very difficult and I don't think it's safe, and I have several thousand dollars of podcast equipment in that, uh, in that room. And just so you know, if you are starting a podcast, you do not have to do what I'm telling you. You don't have to flip in, uh, buy everything that I buy for my podcast studio, okay? I have been doing a couple of hundred podcast episodes. I make a high income, and so it makes sense for someone like me to go ahead and spend a little bit more on my podcast equipment. But if you're just getting out, you don't need to do that. I, I, I promise you, you don't, you just need a decent mic. You need a good computer, uh, a, a computer that works. And you'll probably want to have some type of software and you can edit it pretty dang fast after you get used to it, right? So you don't have to do what I do. You don't have to go to the budget that I'm spending to put on a podcast. You can do it well and efficiently without doing all this. And that's actually how we started. When we started, we had a $500 mic, which is huge. Okay, you don't need that. You need a $100 mic. We had a $100 mixer. And then we had, um, then we just had some like cheap software that, that took us uh, a few hundred bucks. Okay, so, so why am I even telling you about a podcast at all? It's because I'm talking about raising money and influencing other people. And if this is the route that you decide to pick and at the end of the episode, you're like, hey, I, I want to do a podcast. I want to have a meetup group. I want to uh, influence people on my social media. If you decide that this is what you're going to do and you don't have uh, six grand to put into your office today, 
then it's to- totally cool because I think if you had 200, you'd be able to be up and running for a podcast, okay? 200 bucks can get you there. You don't have to go through all the fancy lights and, and triple monitors with this fancy smancy like thing that holds the monitors with soundproof walls around every single wall, um, which that in itself was, uh, was like, I think, $2,000 of soundproofing the walls. It was dumb. Uh, not dumb. It's the step for me, but you don't need to do that. It was a step for me, but you don't need to do that. Anyway, let's talk a little bit more about how can you raise money? How can you influence? Now, what I want to talk about is the problem the problem that I see with most people. Now, most people, um, they're told two different things. It's very important for me to share these two uh, falsehoods with you now. One of the two falsehoods is absolutely, if you find a deal, the money will come. Everyone says that falsely. If you find the deal, the money will come. Are you flipping kidding me? No, it will not automatically come. If people don't know who you are and like you and trust putting their money with you, just having a flipping good deal doesn't mean that they're necessarily going to be putting their money in with you. And they probably don't want to put their money with you on your very first deal. Repeat, they probably don't want to put their money with you on your very first deal. When you don't know shiz about, the, about how to run and operate a deal. So stop telling people, hey, don't even worry about the money. If you find a deal, it's automatically comes. That doesn't happen. I think of it like um, digging a well. Uh, and you're, what's going to happen is the first shovel that you put into the dirt, it's not like you have clean drinking water. Neither will you have clean drinking water on the second time that you take a, a scoop out of the dirt. By the time you're down to 15 feet, you still are not ready to have clean drinking water but you're thirsty. You're flipping thirsty because, I mean, you've been digging this well for weeks if you're doing it with a shovel. Now, if you're doing it with well digging equipment, it might take you a day. But uh, let's, let's, the, uh, let's use our imaginations and imagine us sweating from our brow as we um, put our shovel into the dirt manually and uh, move that dirt to the side because it's more similar this way than it is as it is when you are cultivating relationships with passive investors. So here you are, you dig it, you put the to the, you put the money to the side, you put the dirt to the side, you dig it, you put the dirt to the side and you're getting down and down and down and down. You're keeping that clean. And some people have to go down uh, 20 feet for their well uh, to get to the aquifer. Um, like, uh, like us, we, I think we're at like 30 feet, um, is all we have to do. Cause there's, um, so I live on a uh, horse property with, uh, we actually have like a, uh, uh, not a river. That would be an exaggeration. We have like a Creek. We have a stream that goes, um, right down the center of the property. It's gorgeous. Um, so we're technically, um, where our well is it's in the floodplain. So there is clean aquifer, not far from there, but it's still 30 feet. So imagine uh, yourself, some, some people, by the way, I think they have to go like 1,000 or 2,000 feet. Don't quote me on that, but I think I've heard over 1,000. But here you are, sweating from your brow, brow, digging 30 feet down to get to that water, to get to the aquifer, so that you can have that well, have clean drinking water. And now that you've gotten there, you pretty much have clean water whenever you want, right? 
anytime you want to drink now, it's there. It took a lot of flipping work for you to get to it. But now that you've done that work, you've put that forward and out of the way, you are able to grab clean water any time that you want. And you drink it and it's refreshing, okay? It's like the apple tree analogy that I used on my Facebook not so long ago. Um, if you want the fruit from the tree, you don't just plant the seed right now and all of a sudden you have the fruit. You need to plant it, cultivate it, nurture it, uh, even fertilize it and love that tree for, for years to come. And then it starts to produce the fruit. Then you can have an apple literally whenever you want. It's the same thing with raising money. So people say that if you, if you find a good deal, you automatically have the money and that is wrong. If you find a deal and you already have an apple tree ready to go, your well has already been dug, digging, dugged, digged. If you have already, have already gotten your well taken care of, we'll, we'll correct it that way, then uh, you've got the clean drinking water. You've got that money ready to go whenever you want. So that's a little bit of my theory, my philosophy around raising money, and I'm right and everyone else is wrong. Everyone else uh, tells their, their coaching clients, their students that, hey, the money just automatically comes. And then the coaching client, the student, the, the brand new investor who heard that from other people, uh, the brand new apartment syndicator that heard that from other people decides that they are going to close on a deal and, and they finally get one. It's under contract and they can't even seem to get that million or $2 million that they needed to get. They're working effortlessly. They're staying up every single day. They're calling brokers. But the problem is that they've done it in the wrong order and they are unable to raise it. And so I've just seen too many people over the last several years, I've just seen way too many people try to close on these deals, these larger deals, and the past investors are like, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll invest maybe on your second one because they haven't even started these relationships and the past investors don't know why they're thinking it, but they understand that they have a dissonance. It doesn't resonate with them that they should be putting their money with somebody when they say, I need a million dollars to close next week. And the past investors like, well, <laughs> you're not using my money because I haven't, I don't know you. I don't like you. I don't trust you yet. So what I'm talking about today is if you're going to raise money, you can, you can make a ton of money. Now, let me give you an example of a few people out there that are raising money the right way. I have, obviously, the, the Raising Money Summit that's coming up, every single person on stage is doing it right. Everyone on stage is talking about it like a business, like a funnel, like how do I get, how do I um, add value to passive investors? So they start looking at me instead of all the other people that are trying to raise money. How do I get it so, so that I can actually magnetize the money to me, like attract the money instead of ask for it? These people that are coming on the stage, like Ramakrishna, Todd Dexheimer, uh, Jason Yarusi, uh, Pili Yarusi, Corey Peterson, uh, Ramakrishna, uh, Kathy Fedke, Jeremy Roll, Allie Perlman, Alina Trigub, uh, Matt Terrio, Mark Kenny, Tamil Kenny, and, and so many more. Um, uh, Damian Lupo, uh, who's raised well over $100 million, um, himself, who's going to be speaking on stage 
uh, and everybody else, these guys have learned to turn it into a business. They've learned to turn it into a farm, really, where they're digging their well before they are thirsty, where they are planting their apple tree well before they need the apples. So these guys are, are planting an entire garden at a time, and that's why they've raised hundreds of millions. And they're going to show you exactly how they did that at the Raising Money Summit on October 3rd, 4th, and 5th. I hope that if this is the path that you want to go, that you definitely come to the Raising Money Summit on October 3rd, 4th, and 5th. So um, what I'm going to teach you now after that tangent is exactly how these um, people that are really good at raising money, Ellie Perlman, um, and, and so many more, how they um, have been compensated on the general partnership when their role is really being an investor liaison, uh, just working with the investors, making sure that the investors have everything that they need, or raising the money in the front, uh, doing some due diligence, underwriting the property. They're, they're doing some smaller things, but it's more focused and geared toward you know bringing the equity and adding that type of value to a partnership. And so there are people out there that that are making somewhere like, 20%. I mean, we talked about the earnest money deposit making like 5%, 2.2 with those two people. We talked about um, all sorts of different things. And we'll go into to more because this is only the third of eight, right? And you'll see that some of them might make uh, 3%, 5%, 10%, 15%. Uh, nothing out there is compensated as heavily as the people that are the investor liaisons that are actually adding the value by bringing their investors into the deal and managing those investors and making sure that those investors are safe. So when I say that they're the most heavily compensated, what I'm really telling you is that I have never seen a person whose role is that make any less than 20% of the general partnership. I've never seen that. I have seen that it get negotiated up to 50 percent of the general partnership okay so the average really is 30 uh 30 percent 25 to 30 percent maybe 35 the average is usually 25 to 30 percent of the gp now if you think about those two people that got 2.2 percent which was 7500 bucks uh, imagine if you got 30 percent which is 15 percent higher 15 times excuse me 15 times higher than what they made. So you take that 7,500 and you multiply it by 15 times, it's $112,000. What did I just say? They are raising the money, they're partnering in on there, and they just made 112 the day that they closed. This is what I'm talking about. This is why I have the Raising Money Summit on October 3rd, 4th, and 5th. It's because the uh, power that it can be when you are not the, the operator who's got your head buried so much in, in doing the deals really well that you can't even raise money. You instead are the person who adds value to that, that person who just wants to work. They just want to make sure that the project is, is happening. And you raise the equity and you just made $112,000 the day that you closed by getting like 30, I, I think that the math that I did was a 30% math on there, okay? You just made 30% of, of 300 and something thousand dollars. You made 112K. That is huge. That's what I'm talking about. Um, why I am the raising money coach, right? So I am the person that most people in the multifamily space 
think about. I'm the main and first person that people talk about when, when they're like, hey, you want to know how to raise equity? You talk to Adam. Why? It's because I teach you this way, and I'm about to give you the, the nuggets. What I teach you is that you, you, tre- you treat raising money as first having a podcast or having a meetup or having a social media presence so that a lot of people know exactly what you're doing. You're adding a ton of value to your passive investor. You're giving the passive investor exactly what they want to know. You're helping them, okay? And then on top of that part, you are making sure that you find a way to get that passive investor to opt into your list, okay? This is what I teach my coaching clients. You, you know what? I, te- I, I charge my coaching clients 30 to 40K to teach them this stuff. 30 to $40,000 to teach them what I'm telling you right now for free. To, actually, I charge 30 to 40K to teach my coaching clients exactly what you'll learn at the Raising Money Summit for a couple hundred bucks. You'll learn it in detail for three full days. But let me give you the nuggets now. So you, your awareness, part of the funnel, it's at the top. It's the biggest part of the funnel. It's wide. It's big. It makes everybody know you. And now as they start to like you and they start to trust who you are, they're going to want to opt into your list. And so you have some type of giveaway for them. You, you teach and train them. You give them a, a piece of paper. I call it a white page. Okay, You give them a, you give them a, a PDF that adds value to them. You wrote some type of paper that adds value specifically to your target audience, to that passive investor who wants to put hundreds of thousands of dollars passively into deals like yours. You wrote it, it's ready to go. And now you just need to share with them that you have something like this. Okay, so I'll, I'll give you an example of a, a lead capture magnet. I have, um, I have a, I teach people how to uh, run meetup groups, okay? So if you text the word meetup to 555888, that's 555888. If you text the word meetup to 555888, you'll literally um, get the six top things that made my meetup group the sixth number, the number six in the whole world. So um, it's interesting that they're both sixes. It's made so that you can remember it very easily. So uh, my meetup is the sixth uh, in the whole world out of 225,000 meetups. I am famous for teaching people how to run the best meetups. And I usually do it more around the marketing. Okay, so I'm the marketing arm of my team. There's 12 people on my team. Oh, I have a couple of asset managers. You need a couple of asset managers if you want everything to be safe and protected. We have several people on the acquisitions. We have people on the administrative side and people on the social media side. And that makes a 12-person team be able to move forward and not lose the game, right? So that's what my team looks like. And my main role is marketing and branding and being able to attract some capital. And as I do this and I add the value, I get people... I, uh, something like uh, a meetup. Uh, well, yours would be something about so that a passive investor would care about. The things that I have uh, for lead magnets is something that an active investor would care about. Okay, so my main lead magnets is is I want to give value to you because you want to run the deal. You want to be able to raise more money, right? So to raise money, you want to have like a meetup group that is attracting capital. And I taught, I I actually got flown out to meetup headquarters. They paid for my hotel. They 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 uh, helped me out with the flight. The uh, all my drinks were free, uh, and I drink expensive wine. Um, all my food was free, and uh, and I was able to speak to the top 150 meetup organizers from 225,000, the top 150, 
And so I was one of the six speakers and teaching people how to run an effective meetup because my meetup is one of the top in the world. And if you want your meetup to be one of the top in the world, you should text 555-888 and you'll get the six things that set mine apart. Okay, so I do a 1% difference that makes me 99% extra results. So I don't want to be in the 99 percentile. I don't want to be like everybody else. So I do the extra 1%, but it's like the Pareto principle that's 80-20. They say 20% of your uh, efforts get you 80% of your results. I believe a little bit differently. I think if you can find that 1% that gives you, that, you know, makes you massively more successful, you should. And I found that, uh, I found that in Meetup. I have found that in podcasting and I have found and hacked that into the social media realm. So that's what I teach my coaching clients uh, one-on-one is how do you hack the algorithms for Facebook? How do you hack the algorithms for iTunes so that you get placed on, on in front of more and more people instead of just your 20 friends that, and your family that's trying to support you um, until they can't stand your podcast anymore? So I help you to be able to to hack into that. That's what I do as a, as a, as a raising money coach. Um, and I, and I know I'm a little bit, uh, out there today because I'm not using a script at all. I just want to add and provide the most amount of value to you. If you want to find one of these eight ways to get into multifamily. So if you're going to raise money, excuse me, if you're going to raise money as, as your way of, of getting into the deal, you're going to make more than any other position on the team. You're going to be compensated more heavily than anyone else on the general partnership because your role is valuable. So you might be able to make a hundred thousand, you know, five or six times uh, a year, you know, just say if you just close one property every other month. Uh, so you're partnering with different, different operators that you know, like, and trust, and you vetted them already, and you let your past investors know that you know, like, and trust this operator, and they have a deal, and you vetted them already, and maybe you put a million or two or three or four or five or 10 million in each of these deals. Um, you're going to be making, you know, 100 grand, 200 grand, uh, five times, six times a year. Um, and so maybe you're going to make a million bucks a year just in the acquisition fees, let alone maybe the extra hundred or so thousand in passive money and the extra two million that you'll make on the disposition side. Again, usually whatever you make on the acquisition side, it's usually about twice that on the disposition. Uh, what I mean is when you make money, when you buy, <laughs> you make money, when you buy, I mean, literally you get your bank account gets massively filled up with on, on a deal like what we're doing right now, you might get 112,000. And then let's just say you're making five grand a quarter. So 20 grand a year. Um, and then the day that it's sold, you make 250 more thousand. And so that's kind of what it looks like, right? So ultimately you, you raised equity for a deal. You didn't have to do a whole bunch while you're going. I mean, you're going to manage your investors. You're going to offer your feedback for what you could be doing kind of like on a semi quasi passive. It's, it's not a very hard role. Um, but on that one deal where you make over 400 grand just for, for uh, a few weeks of, of effort. Okay. Okay. When I say a few weeks of effort, that, that sounds too easy. So I'm going to back up. Uh, what I'm saying is you've already planted your apple tree. You have the apple tree. And when the deal's ready now, because we're in the future, all you're really having to do is just pick some apples and, and set them in the basket and, and you make your 500, 400, 
thousand dollars, a hundred thousand up front or whatever. And that's kind of what it looks like, right? Is as you have already nurtured this, but in the in the beginning steps, you need to prepare all of that, and it and it, it sounds easy, but it's a little bit harder than you think. You you need to get in front of people. You need to know who your avatar is, your target audience. You need to know what they want to know. You need to, you need to write those um, giveaways that are going to get them on your email list. And you're going to want to find a way to stay in touch with them on your email list so that you're constantly following up, constantly staying in front of them. Because there's a lot of flipping noise out there. There's so much noise. And what I mean by noise is that there's probably a thousand uh, syndicators today. I mean, it's, it's nuts there. Um, just my friend, Rod Cleef, he has like 30,000 people that want to be syndicators. Um, some of them are, and some of them are wannabes and some of them are never going to do it, but they're all interested in, in multifamily. That's what it is. There's, oh, maybe it's 60,000. He either has 30,000 or 60,000 members. I don't want to shortchange him at all. So you just go and look at it, look at it and see if you're not already part of it, you should probably be a part of it. I also have a group. It's called Raising Money Secrets. It's a secret. It, it's a secret. It, Raising Money Secrets, our, uh, our Facebook page is um, something that if you want to raise money, you definitely need to join, but it, it's a private group. I was saying a secret group, but it's a private group, uh, meaning you have to search for it. You won't ever find, it won't just come up. You have to actually type in Raising Money Secrets to even find it. And once you find it, you can, um, you can ask to join. And then what's going to happen is there's two questions. Uh, you have to answer them the right way or we don't, we don't let you in. And so if you want to be a part of that, please go to Raising Money Secrets on, on Facebook and uh, we can help you out there. Uh, but like I said, it's a funnel. It's getting down to the part where you're um, managing your investor list. And there's a lot of noise because there's like a thousand different and, uh, people that are either syndicating or trying to syndicate right now. And because there's so many of them, uh, passive investors, obviously, they, they are kind of torn between different people. But if you um, have my system, if you come to the Raising Money Summit, um, on October 3rd, 4th, and 5th, and really learn the system that the other speakers are, are doing, then what is going to happen is you're going to learn the way to stay in front of that um, passive investor so that they think of you instead of the thousand other uh, syndicators that are out there. They think of you first, right? They trust you. They, they want to work with you. They've, they've opted into your email list. They've gotten a couple of freebies from you like that have really added a lot of value to them. And now it's time for, for you to close on a deal um, and you to raise a couple of million, which sounds hard right now. And, and you know, the first time maybe you only do like, a hundred or two hundred and three hundred or five hundred thousand. Maybe it's it's going to be small like that, right? Which um, hopefully that sounds small to you. Um, if if you're brand new, maybe a hundred or five hundred thousand sounds crazy. Um, but I'll tell you from my own experience, um, that amount of money is not hard. And after doing it the way that I teach you as a as a coach, or doing it the way that you'll learn at the Raising Money Summit from the twenty five amazing speakers that are coming up you will find that, that after the first or second deal, um, two or three million is, is, is not a, a, a stretch anymore. Because um, like, for instance, um, it's Ramakrishna who's coming up and he's talking about how last year he, he, he hadn't been doing deals, right? And he came to the Raising Money Summit, to, to last year's Raising Money Summit, and, and he took a whole bunch of notes. And after taking the notes, he, he learned some of these strategies that you're going to learn when you come. And what he did was he, he realized that he's going to need to have pre-commitments, right? It's one of the main things. 
um, when you're doing this business is you want to have the pre-commitments already, the soft commitments already ready to go before you're closing. And so Ram is going to teach you like what he learned last year. Um, and now he's got $3 million. It's not a ton, but it's freaking $3 million. It's a lot to a lot of people. And what that's going to do for him is just whenever he has a deal, uh, he's not going to be stressed anymore. And he's not going to like lose out on a deal anymore because he's got 3 million just chilling and ready to go into the next deal. So now all he's got to do is just partner with the right person or find the right deal and he can raise whatever he wants. So maybe the, somebody comes up to him and says, Hey man, do you want to partner? Um, I, I need like a million. I mean, Rama would be able to raise that million like in, in a blink. Another one of the people that's coming uh, just raised like $8 million in 24 hours. And then he raised right after that, like almost back to back. I think he raised like $10 million and it only took him a week. So um, he, he raised $18 million. Uh, One of them took a day. One of them took a week. And, and it's nuts, right? These people are going to teach you the tips and t- tricks and strategies of, of how they have those pre-commitments already ready to go. So that way you can actually make your hundred grand or your 200 grand consistently three or four or five or six times a year, every year for the rest of your life. You're making a million dollars a year in active income and you're making hundreds of thousands of dollars a year in passive income as you are partnering with these teams and you're getting that money coming in. It's just, it's huge. It's one of the main reasons why you would want to come to the Raising Money Summit. I uh, will give you a discount. Go to RaisingMoneySummit.com and then put in the promo code podcast because my podcast listeners, they actually get uh, a discount. So uh, you're going to get a 15% discount to come to the Raising Money Summit. So please do that. You know, the next thing that I'm going to share is number four, and that is passively investing. So I'm going to teach you if you are a passive investor, exactly how you can be part of one of these deals. And after that, I'm going to talk about uh, another way that if you have money, you can be involved in a deal, but you don't actually have to use that money. It's going to be crazy. So let's, uh, let me let you go on the raising money. I think you learned a lot. And in the next episode, let's talk about passively investing and exactly how it's going to work for you. Thank you for listening to this episode of the eight ways that you can be getting involved in a multifamily sooner. And I'm talking, you could be getting involved in a multifamily today or tomorrow, like right away and not waiting uh, 90 days or six months or two years down the line to get started. You can actually do it right away. So if, uh, if you haven't heard the eighth episode yet, then that means that the next episode is coming up right away. It'll give you another strategy, a tip trick and strategy of how to get involved. And by the way, I hope I see you at the Raising Money Summit, October 3rd, 4th, and 5th. My podcast listeners get a giant discount, a 15% discount. We're being generous. Uh, so we want to give you that discount to any level of tickets. And honestly, if you do get value out of this podcast, if, if you liked this episode and you know that I'm coming from a good place and always wanting to give you value, it would mean the world to me if you took a, a couple of minutes, like one to two minutes out of your day to just quickly give us a rating and review to tell us a little bit more of your thoughts. Like that means the world to me. And so if you've already done it, I'm super, super grateful. And if, if you've just kind of been on the fence and, and, you, and you haven't given a rating or review, um, I hope you'll uh, hop off the fence and just give us a quick rating and review and tell, tell me what you think about the show. It'd mean the world to me. 
So um, the next of the eight ways that you can get involved in multifamily is right here.